episode of a Satisfied Mind podcast. This one's going to be about grief and dying and a funeral that I attended yesterday. It is Sunday night and on Saturday, on Friday night, I flew up from Melbourne to um, to the Sunshine Coast to attend the funeral of a of the father of a good mate of mine and a family that I'm close with and 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 have known for thirty something years. And so uh, there was some. Uh, it was just. It was a unexpected uh, trip, and it was such a profound experience for me. And I just wanted to share some reflections on on attending a funeral and life and death, some reflections on life and death as a result. And so I do so with the utmost respect uh, for, for, for Ray and the, and the Panay family who, um, uh, at, at, at whose funeral I was a guest. And um, yeah, it's a privilege to, to be there. It's a privilege to share the experience of grieving and celebrating life. And it's such a, it feels like such a paradox or a contrast, like the sadness of loss, but also the celebration of life. But this, there's such polar, there's such polarities of, of emotional experience. But, uh, you know, I think the extent to which you can do the sadness and the grief is the extent to which you can really embrace the, the joy and the celebration. And uh, this was just one of those beautiful celebrations of life and also an acknowledgement um, of, of passing. But uh, really just so many wonderful stories that came to the fore during this, this funeral. And there's a few things that I reflected on throughout the day and have been doing since. And one of those uh, is that we don't grieve particularly well together uh as in you know as as a culture in you know in australia or when i where, where i grew the culture in which i grew up at least and that's a shame it's such a shame that we miss the opportunity to really witness each other in our in our times of loss because it's such a beautiful thing it really is i know it's hard it feels hard fuck it is hard there's no doubt about that but it's harder to do it alone. It's harder to do it without people around you who are just holding space, witnessing you, seeing you, just being there with you. And so what a gift it is to just be a part of that, just to, that incredibly raw and vulnerable and primal human experience of expressing emotion, you know, particularly the, the sadness and the, you know, those various stages of grief. It's just a beautiful thing. And I say that with, again, with, with so much respect. But it's something that we don't do well. And I think we should do it better. And the more we can do it, learn how to grieve in like together, the better. And we, throughout history, cultures have always grieved together. You know, it's never been something that is you shut yourself away from and do in isolation alone because it's just not healthy. We need community. We must do it together. It's this, it's, and it's a real threshold kind of emotion where we're just not the same as we were as we go through it. And on the other side, you know, it's 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 when we're uh, it's when we are almost tender and intimate and vulnerable. 
you know, it's, it's this invitation to, you know, to kind of crack open and to expand and to feel more, you know, and to feel more, which, you know, is to, is to live more and, and, and love more. And, uh, yeah, it's a shame that we don't do that as often or as readily or as communally as we, as we used to in cultures. And so, yeah, grieving together, I think it's so important. Uh, and so the other thing that um, really kind of struck me is that when it, you know, you think about or you, you hear, a, like you listen to what it is that people remember and celebrate and appreciate about someone's life. And it's not really the worldly achievements that they, that they, that they had. It, it's, it's, it's how that person made others feel. It's how that person made you feel. And it's it's that, but it's also the uh, like the the their unique characteristics, their little quirks, or the things that they did that no one else did, no one else could do because that was just theirs. It was, it was uniquely theirs. And so, if we, you know, as I think about those two things, how you make somebody feel, and those things that are uniquely you and yours, as traits or personality quirks, as characteristics, I think to myself. How well do we celebrate and acknowledge those while we're alive? And how much time and effort do we put into into those things? Or just appreciate, you know, acknowledging and appreciating those things. If we were to really honor how we make others feel and how others make us feel and how we influence each other in that in that way if we just invested some more time in that i wonder if that would change our behavior and uh if we all you know and likewise if we were to really just acknowledge people for those things that they do that no one else does their unique talents or skills or strengths and we did that more often i wonder if that would accentuate or encourage somebody to to do those things that they do so well that just only they can do. That's uniquely and specifically them. If uh, yeah, if we celebrated or acknowledged those more, then um, I wonder, you know, if we'd just bring out the best in each other, or we'd bring out the best in ourselves. We'd bring out the best in others, because I, you know, I think the thing that I think our gifts. The things that we're so often the last to realize, it's often those around us that know us the best, that love us, who acknowledge those things. And we don't tend to know them unless somebody else points them out. And so if we were able to do that with each other and for each other more, I think, yeah, that would unlock so much in each of us. So I think that's really interesting. I noticed that's what tends to be shared and talked about and laughed about and and loved during eulogies or reflections on someone's life. It's the it's how they made others feel, and it's the things that they did that no one else did, that no one else could do. That's uniquely them. That is lost when when they're gone. And uh, wouldn't it be wonderful if we could accentuate all of those things whilst we're still alive? And so that's all I really wanted to share. I just wanted to just say that and and there there is a question too which you know it's it's a pretty it's a it's a it's a tough question to answer 
but it's an important one to ask, I think. And and the question is, what would you have others? What would you have those that you care about? What would you have your loved ones say about you at your funeral? What kind of what kind of legacy? What kind of impact? Do you want to leave? And how do you want to be remembered? And what do you want to be remembered for? I think that's such a powerful question to help kind of frame how we live our lives. And it's one that I have asked in the past, but it's not one I think about enough. Because when I do, it really just helps to distill what's really important. It helps to kind of focus in on on what matters most to me and and uh and and then it will influence how I live my life and and will probably uh inevitably be a catalyst for some for some changes and it'll be at least the catalyst for just some reorganizing and reevaluating reprioritizing some values and, uh, and and some behaviours. And so I think it's a really powerful question in the light of just, you know, this weekend of reflecting on life and death. A really good question is to ask, what would you have others say about you at your funeral? And I hope that this, rather than be a depressing question or one that kind of elicits some sadness, I hope it's one that inspires you to go and do the things you care about that are a, a true expression of you and what matters to you because that is what we want to see that's all anybody wants to see from you and from each other so i'll leave this episode at that and i hope that you're having a wonderful day and in enjoying and appreciating and making the most of this incredible privilege that we have right now to be alive Talk to you soon.